0: A different perspective, a new insight into life, a nugget of positivity and a hidden truth, and maybe an amusement for you. Welcome to From My Standpoint, a twice a month podcast with your host, Josh C. Jones. (laughs) Ha ha, well hello there and thank you for coming back. Uh, Welcome back to the special four-part series titled Q&A, where Random Voice of Questions asks Josh C. Jones, (laughs) that's me, the host of the podcast from my standpoint, his thoughts on some questions that most of us, he believes, are asking and would like a perception on. In Q&A Part 1, we talked about news, journalism, American core values, and education, In Q&A Part 2, we talked about happiness, opportunity, and some American history. In Q&A Part 3, we talked about equal, or equality, a little bit. We talked about opportunity, again, and some other insights that we do believe you will enjoy hearing. We hope. And so we left off with Random Voice of Questions asking Josh about his perception and thoughts on what he thinks are some of the core values here in America. The answer he gave being that of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And if you're wondering why I'm saying he instead of my own name, it's because Random Voice of Questions is supposed to be doing this part, but he asked me to because he was a little nervous, but that's okay. So let's give a, a, a hand clap and a shout and cheer for Random Voice of Questions, because he's doing a great job, I think. All right, so take it away, Random Voice of Questions. What do
1: you think helps contribute to these that people even nowadays would all agree with?
0: Well, that is a really good question, Random Voice of Questions. Um, I guess I would say, without a good economy... We would not have the financial structure or ability to step out and take that risk to work hard and have the greater chance to come upon that opportunity and pursue our happiness.
1: What do you think helps with a good economy? And what do you think is a good economy?
0: Um, well, I think most people would agree that a good economy would include lower taxes, that would allow more money to be kept by those who would, who work hard, sacrifice, and take great risk to earn that money. Um, also, I think deregulations would help greatly in encouraging and incentivizing businesses to build and grow here as well. I mean, less governmental interference in red tape means less expenses on businesses and more profits. And more profits means more growth, and more growth means more jobs, and more jobs means more opportunity. So with a good economy comes jobs, and with jobs comes lower unemployment, which is always a great thing for any society. I don't think anybody would argue against that, Um, because the better the economy, the more opportunity to pursue your happiness. So I think everyone would be cheering for someone who could bring this to us. And I think everyone would be excited to see our country have less regulations, more money in the taxpayers' pockets, a record high economy and a uh, record number of jobs created to have a, uh, the record lowest unemployment. I mean, which all means greater opportunities.
1: Do you think protection comes into play with any of this?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely, definitely, Uh, because without protection for the citizens from others who would choose to devalue their life and side with bad to side with evil and who would choose to live a lawless life, then the good citizens would be subjugated to the will of the criminal. I mean, they would lose their freedom and liberty and opportunity to pursue their happiness they would more than likely also lose their life. What do you see as protection? That's another good question, Random Voice of Questions. For me, I would have to say what I see as protection is individuals willing to sacrifice their liberty and pursuit of their happiness by running into danger and being a force or uh, a barrier, if you will, between the good and law-abiding citizens and the bad and lawless citizens, you know, between the evil and the holy, between the lawless and the law-abiding, and individuals who would willingly sacrifice their lives to take this job of protection for the law-abiding good citizens. Because without people willing to sacrifice, well, sacrifice it all for us, for everyone else, there wouldn't really be any law or order or safe areas for us. Well, that is unless we decided to, to kneel before those who would no longer have that barrier, stopping them from acting upon their choices of bad, of evil, of wickedness, of lawlessness against the rest of us. But even then, I mean, subjugation under bullying and tyranny wouldn't be true life, liberty, or any pursuit of any true happiness. Um, I also think that protection must come from another place as well. As Ronald Reagan said, quote, a nation that cannot control its borders is not a nation, end quote. So protection for a country, for a nation must also come from the protection of its borders. Without this, there is no border. And without a border, there is no nation and without a nation without borders then who is protected by the nation's laws i mean who then gets the benefits of being a citizen from that nation who is the nation so i think everyone would be cheering for someone who could bring this to us and i i think everyone would be excited to see our country our nation protected and to see themselves the law abiding good citizens protect it from bad, from evil, from wickedness, and from the lawless individuals. What do you think would help to make this happen? Hmm, you're really making me think here, random voice of questions. Um, I think having a strong military force for national protection would be beneficial. I mean, that is for the protection of America and its freedoms and liberties and sovereignty. So I I think that would be important. Also, uh, I think that having a strong border protection, such as like a barrier and legal ports, would be vital to secure the nation and its legal citizens. I mean, without that, how would we even know who is here? How would we know who is a citizen? And how would we even know who the nation is? And, and maybe if someone could help with our military by defeating our enemies, the by the defeating the terrorists that try to infiltrate our land and destroy this nation, I actually think that would be accepted and cheered by all Americans. Also, locally, I think supporting, funding, training, and encouraging those who would willingly choose to risk everything, to risk everything, their life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, to risk their lives, to help and protect every one of us from individuals who would choose to do bad, to to do evil, wickedness, and to perform lawless acts. uh, I think uh, that would be beneficial to everyone, and I think it would be cheered and supported by all Americans.
1: Do you think morality and rights play any role in what Americans want and what Americans think is good for the economy? Well, who wouldn't? What would you say Americans would all support when it comes to morality and rights?
0: Well, um, when it comes to rights, I believe... Everyone would agree that fighting for and securing the citizens' individual, constitutional, and uh, inalienable rights granted to them by their creator and the Constitution, I think that would be paramount. I mean, without that, without this, we are not America. Can you give some examples? Yeah, sure. Um, freedom of speech. Freedom of speech includes all speech. Even speech you do not like or agree with. Yeah, that is correct, Random Voice of Reason. Thank you for chiming in there. Um, In order to hold to our rights, we must ensure that everyone, everyone has the right to free speech. I think all Americans would agree to that. What about the Second Amendment? Oh <laughs> well, wow. Um, Yeah. You're not letting that controversial one slide by, are you, random voice of questions? Well, um, it is our constitutional right, you know, to keep and bear arms. So, I mean, it is there for the protection of the individual from the bad, from the evil, from the wicked, and from the lawless. It is also there to, uh, protect the citizens from an overreaching, tyrannical governmental power. So, I mean, it is a right. So, yes. This one, I think, would be supported and defended by all Americans.
1: What about citizens who do not like this, who do not like
0: guns? Well, I mean, that is their right not to purchase, own, or use one. I don't see anything wrong with that. They can make their own choice. I mean, as long as it's not infringing on other people's rights, they can choose not to have one.
1: What about charity?
0: Charity is important. Yeah, that's for sure. Um... There are numerous private businesses and nonprofits that help with charity to those in need. I mean, even the Constitution states promote the general welfare. Uh, I think this is about the basic necessities for the citizens, though, for life. But to truly try and understand for ourselves what is the value and quality of life, we should read my book, Volume 2, Your Foundation in Action.
1: Did you have to sneak that in there?
0: (laughs) No, (laughs) but I want it to, random voice of questions. Anyway, as I was saying, value and quality are two very distinctive things. I do not think it is up to the government to totally take care of the welfare of every citizen. I think they are there as a as a backup, a small safety net, if you will, for those that slip through the cracks. I think it is the duty of the citizens to take care of each other. I mean, that is what the religious institutions, especially the churches, that is what they do better than most organizations. It even states in the Bible in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6-8, through remember this, a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. You must each decide in your heart how much to give, and don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully, and God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. So, in in other words, we are to be generous— We are to take care of ourselves. That is how we are able to increase our crop, our wealth, our temporary happiness. And with this increase, we can increase the level at which we are charitable to others. But it is up to the person, each of us individually, to decide who to be charitable to, when to be charitable, and how much to be charitable. Otherwise, as would be the case if it was just, um, you know, left up completely to the government, we would be forced to give even that which some could not afford to give, and to do so under force. This would not be cheerful. This would not be happy, and this would be reluctantly in response to pressure. For example, if there was ever a person, especially one in a powerful leadership role, who willingly and cheerfully gave all they were owed, all they were owed for a certain position, and they gave it all away for good causes and for the help and hopefully for the betterment of those in need, this would be charity. And this would be a a great leadership example of such charity. So I think everyone, um, everyone here in America would be cheering for someone who would be this shining example of this charity. And I think everyone would be excited to see a leader who would willingly be this example of good charity.
1: There are so many other topics and questions I would like to ask. But we are running long, so may I ask just one more question at least?
0: Yeah, sure. Go for it.
1: What do you have to say about justice? How about this word, this concept?
0: Justice. Well, this one is actually a lot more complicated than it sounds how so? Well, I have another episode talking about this, so I, I don't want to go into too much of it here. So let me just reiterate what, what was said on episode seven, Better Together, Sin, Sober, and Evildoer, um, which was the second joint episode between myself of From My Standpoint and Cindy Carpenter of the podcast Bold Identity, Bold Belief. Now, if you remember, I quoted. Uh, from that future episode when I said, justice, everyone wants it. Everyone says they fight for it. Everyone agrees justice should be served for all, but we do not agree on what justice really is. And if you remember as well, you asked me, random voice of questions, you asked me, isn't justice the administration of what is just? To which I said, sure, but does everyone agree with what you define as just. Then, in the dad joke, it was stated, if we cannot agree on what is wrong, what is bad, what is evil, then we certainly cannot agree on what is right, what is good, what is moral. And to that, I will add, uh, we also cannot agree on what is just, or what is justice. I would like to um, at least end with this, if I may. Injustice... And the name of justice does not breed justice. It is injustice and only breeds more injustice.
1: I thank you for letting me host and ask these questions. That is what I do best anyway, isn't it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, That laugh track was just for you, Random Voice of Questions. Don't forget to check out the other great shows at www.fromtheirstandpoint.com. And if you even slightly liked what you've heard in these podcasts, please rate, review, and share. If you have not yet subscribed, then I encourage you to subscribe to From My Standpoint to ensure you receive a reminder when new episodes are released. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook at Josh C. Jones Author. On Instagram at Josh C. Jones, author. On Twitter at Author J. C. Jones. Or visit the website www.fromtheirstandpoint.com. That's from T H E I R standpoint.com. And click on my show, From My Standpoint. And now, what you've all been waiting for, it's the wisdom of dad jokes. Questions are great. They are the beginning of the learning process. The learning process is where we begin our education, and our education never stops, unless we choose to let it stagnate. It is our questioning and independent research that will truly lead us on the path to the truth, not a talking head. They are just a guide to our questioning and our own research. Our questions, our research, led to our innovation. That innovation led to the second greatest document for guidance of mankind, a guidance in a governing society. Because of questions, because of independent research, a people broke from tyranny and the most prosperous, free, and equal country in history was born. And what does this country have in common with a cemetery? All types of people are dying to get in. This has been From My Standpoint, a podcast to find a nugget of positivity and a hidden truth, encouraging and enlightening insight, entertaining a new perspective, and providing an amusement for you. We hope you were entertained, encouraged, enlightened, and enjoyed the show.